0: Welcome to Hills I Die On, a podcast where I, Taylor Cox, invite guests to discuss and debate unpopular opinions they're so passionate about, they'd be willing to die on a hill over it. Thanks for listening. to another episode of Hills I Die On. Today we are joined by a truly magnificent guest. She is a brilliant writer-comedian, written for shows like Superstore and The Grinder and Marry Me and Like Magic, which was my favorite pilot of the season. She's hilarious and wonderful, and she's here to die on a hill with us today. <laughs> Please welcome to the podcast, Bridget, Kyle! <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you for letting me come and die on a hill on your very comfy couch. Uh, thank you so much for coming to my nine thousand degree home in the Low Speed List. It's so nice. It's so so nice to be in air conditioning right now. And that you sorry to our editor. We're leaving the AC on today. You guys if it sounds (laughs) weird in the background, this is the best we could do. It's Labor Day weekend. We're living the best we can. We're already a couple beers deep. It is barely noon, and um, that's the best way to die on a hill, I think. I think that is just—it's always how I envision dying on a hill, like a little buzz, yes, and in shorts, yes. So. I, I feel like
0: the best way is if you can wake up the next morning and be like, "Oh no, what have I done?" That's the best way to die on a hill,
1: exactly. Can I actually tell you a story that relates to that, and Please. it involves? the first time we really bonded, and I think about it all the time, (laughs) Oh dear, is like we would see each other sometimes on the Universal a lot, and you worked for Abby's, like the most fun staff known to humankind, and I was on Superstore. Yes, and I would get very nervous, because I had heard cool things about Bridget Kyle, and then everyone would be like, that's
0: her, and then she'd talk with Nikki, and I would stand there (laughs) frozen, frozen, being like, hi, I've heard a lot about you, and you're like, yeah, you told me the last time we ran in. I
1: I was so excited to see you guys, because it was like, oh my god, other human life, because We work in the basement of a parking garage. (laughs) And so I'd see you and we would like talk a little bit and you were always so kind. And then it was at Nikki Wright's Crawfish Boil. And what? always happens to me is when I day drink and I get like two drinks in I become like the drunk girl in the bathroom <laughs> but like outside and I saw you and I was like I immediately have to tell you everything about myself and like all these embarrassing stories and it was like no
0: what not that's medical
1: not. history sexual history no. and then I was like I don't I don't know why I'm saying this and you looked at me and you said something amazing and I always think about it and you're like tomorrow I don't want you to be like I'm so embarrassed I Said all of those things. Oh. So just remember, I won't think that it was embarrassing that you told me this. The next morning, of course, I woke up and I was like, "Holy shit, what did I tell her all these no, things?" Except- and then I was like, "I'm not embarrassed because she told me not to be," and Aww. I was so happy. I'm so glad
0: because what's going on in my head was like, "Am I talking enough? Am I listening enough? Oh my god, I'm so excited to be talking to Bridget. Like, it's so nice that she's telling me things." Yeah. So guys, this is just a reminder: we're all going through it. We're all going through it's it. It's all a journey. We're all in our own heads. Oh my. Maybe Making oh friends is tricky. Making and friends is so tricky. When you get drunk and bond in the middle of the day, your friends crawfish boil. Yeah. Don't feel ashamed. Don't feel ashamed that you're covered in shellfish. Yeah, and I was potatoes. literally you were telling me things as I was like sucking the heads out of like disgusting, <laughs> like butter rich. I came home that day and I had like corn dribbling down my chest. Yeah. And I was like, what a fun day in the
1: sun. And then I was like, I look insane. I looked insane. I went to another party after that. That's Humble right. break, <laughs> Covered in yeah, shellfish. Yeah. Super drunk. Yeah. And it was a child's birthday party. <laughs> and it was it was so inappropriate. But I have always felt grateful for our Aww. day in the sun where we bought And now
0: we're pals. And now you're here to die on a hill today. And now today. I'm here to die on a hill today. I'm news. so excited. Guys, I'm so excited. Get drunk in this industry. You'll <laughs> you'll make pals and then they'll agree
1: to do your podcast and make you to feel anyone. like they're
0: just here. <laughs> A lesson
1: to be listened to, get drunk, and that's how you make friends, kids. Yes. Um Or else you'll never be on a podcast. Yeah,
0: that's the so. best way to do it. I am very excited to hear the hill that you're here to die on today. <laughs> it's a pretty controversial one. It's a controversial Would one. Would you mind telling us what that hill is?
1: Of course. My hill is that the beach is extremely overrated.
0: I think that's you're pretty good you're in LA I'm in Los Angeles girl are you from here
1: no I'm from Ohio oh that's right I'm a Midwest we have the Midwest in
0: common yes okay that's interesting two Midwest girls arguing the beach is kind of (laughs) the
1: perfect so this is the thing I grew up in the Midwest yes in Cleveland, Ohio, mm-hmm. not to brag, it's the Hollywood of the Midwest, as, it, it a, is. as everyone mm-hmm. says. Mm-hmm.
0: Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> rock and Roll Hall of like, Fame. Like,
1: Erie Caught Fire once. Oh, my What's God, yeah, the Cuyahoga River. <laughs> Everyone's talking about it. And so the first time I actually went into the ocean, I was 19 years old. No way. True story. Was I, it Pacific? No, it, I went to school in Boston, and I went to Boston University. Oh. And so it was, like, end of sophomore year. All my friends were like, wait, you've never been been in the ocean and I was like no because I'm from the Midwest we had too many kids in the family and we grew up with poorness so we didn't go places and so they're like we're gonna take you to the beach amazing and so I think I have a very practical mind like I don't have childhood memories of the beach that are like clouding my judgment right I went as a 19 year old fully formed human yes. being and they took me to a place called Revere Beach amazing in Boston which is by the airport And so we go, and the first thing they say is like, oh, well, be careful because you'll probably get like tar on your feet when you walk in the sand. Already I'm like, what's suspicious? Suspicious, very suspicious. Okay, but I'm going for it. Then we walk into the ocean. I was like, oh my God, what's all this floating stuff? And they're like, oh, just be careful. Those are jellyfish. Probably most of them are dead, but the ones that are not will really sting. (laughs) And I was like, why the fuck would you bring me here? I was like, there are so many dangers. And so that was my first ocean experience. That's wild. It was wild. But I'm not going to lie to you. Most of my ocean experiences since then have not been much better. That's Okay. So as a fellow Midwesterner, lake culture is a thing. Lake culture is such a thing. And I mean, we have... Beaches. Sure. I did air quotes. Yes. Because you guys can't see me. We have beaches in the Midwest Mm -hmm. against the lake, which are a little more like pebbly. Yeah. I I mean. the
0: Yeah. It's not sandy beach. It's more like, you know, get in a paddle boat. Go around a very still little island, fish for... Trout, fish for trout, <laughs> musky maybe some little sea bass.
1: And I hate to say this because I'll defend Cleveland until I die. I'll sure. defend the Midwest mm-hmm. uh, and Lake Culture. Absolutely, same. And it's the best place. I don't know yeah. why it's people relaxing, don't want it. Wonderful. There. There. There's no waves. Oh, there's no waves. You don't have to look like a model there. You totally. already look like a model there. And so <laughs> there would be a sign when you mm-hmm. go to Lake Erie that says, "Hey, if you're pregnant, you probably shouldn't go in the water," which already. <laughs> (laughs) is a red flag for me a full red flag for me and especially they're like after it rains don't go in which is also something that they say out here because of sewage Mm -hmm. pollution runoff pollution Mm -hmm. runoff and at least in the midwest a lot of farm runoff Mm -hmm. like fertilizer everything like that goes into the ocean creating a big algae bloom yes terrifying very scary very scary so it was like don't go in there because either you're going to lose a child yeah lose a, yeah baby. <laughs> if,
0: if, if you're at risk to not be able to like raise and fertilize
1: yeah then maybe the rest of us shouldn't be going in. don't either. go in there yeah. don't go in there yeah. that's like my thing okay
0: so so are you more anti bodies of water or is it specifically you know,
1: the beach thank you for bringing this up <laughs> um i think that the beach is a terrible place to go so i oh, actually man. i i created my argument with you where I was going to start off with the beach and then I'm going to go into the ocean and bodies of water. Amazing. Um, All right. Then let's, then let's start. So I just want to say this, I feel like very little pleasure comes out of the beach other than like looking at the ocean I totally understand looking at the ocean is a calming beautiful wondrous thing it is I think that's wonderful part of the experience part of the experience but you know where else you can get that experience is like on a train when you're like (laughs) going down the Pacific coast and you're like oh my god look at that that's the ocean (laughs) from
0: like a car from a car (laughs) I'm
1: inside you're driving and you're safe and you're not like just out getting like windblown and like covered in sand I think, oh my gosh, the ocean is beautiful. You know, a, a hotel looking over the ocean. I'm fully on board. So I think it's beautiful. you acknowledge that the ocean is, is an aesthetically pleasing aesthetically place. Aesthetically a pleasing place. I love it. Uh, removed. When, when it's When, it's when you're ocean adjacent. Oh, completely. You know what else is great looking at it? Mount Everest. That's beautiful. <laughs> you don't need to be on it. You don't need so to be true. on it to so like true. experience that. It makes you think more. And I, I'm totally about it. But I'm just going to like go through step by step of like what a beach day would maybe be great so you drive to the beach and at least in Southern California that takes maybe like 45 minutes to an hour when you're stuck in traffic and that's the
0: commute to the beach when you live on the east side is arguably more bad than any positive the beach could bring you I will agree with you on that front but when you are staying near the beach it's a little
1: easier I totally yeah if you live near the beach you already have you know eliminated a lot of Because then it's none of the stress and all the joy. Exactly. And I think what you just said, there's a lot of stress. There's a lot of stress going to the beach, (laughs) parking at the beach. You have to pay like $25. Uh Someone is always yelling at you. And they're like, you can't park here. And I'm like, why? There are no signs, but they're just like, you can't park here. You can only park in this very overcrowded lot where someone will definitely run into your car. And you're like, fine. But then you still have to walk to the beach. True. So you're walking, you get all your gear and you're with your people. Then when you get to the sand, you have to take off your shoes. You do. Or else it's impossible to walk through it. But that's the beauty of sand. That's why there's the the whole saying of sand between my toes. Sand between your toes. You know what else happens is that the sand is so hot that it's burning (laughs) the bottom of your feet to a degree that's torture. Yeah, that's not good. Where you're like, I'm going to get blisters. I have to like run, but I'm holding all this stuff. (laughs) And then it's like, there's an argument of where to lay down your stuff. Where is the best... like, stakeout spot, to be near the ocean. You don't want to be too close to people. You want to be, like, a little excluded. But the thing is, everyone's at the beach. It's a very crowded place. Right, because people enjoy it. People enjoy it. But this is the thing, (laughs) do we? When you lay down your towel, you know you flip it, you fluff it out, and then it immediately gets twisted in the wind, so it's all, like, both sides get sandy, <laughs> and it's, like, never perfectly clean, and so you're just kind of, like, sitting on sand. It doesn't really do anything. You're setting things up, and it's just, like, kind of impossible to feel, I guess, like, completely relaxed. That's my argument because then it's also like, all right, we're gonna like slather on, you know, suntan lotion and sunblock, and then like, oh, we brought food, but when you eat that food, 25% of that food is sand when it reaches your mouth. Texture? Can we argue texture? Texture? It adds a crunch (laughs) to the teeth. (laughs) Exactly. It just chips away at your teeth as you always wanted to be. You just like like, eat a bunch of sand. When you go in the ocean, then you come back out. How are you supposed to eat your food? Because you obviously have sea water all over you so what do you bring to the beach food wise
0: i will say i have a tough time arguing that picnics at the beach are nice but yeah. if you're going to a beach that's near like a nice strip like venice strip uh-huh. then you and exit is the, the beach. venice
1: strip on the beach taylor <laughs> It's, it is, yes. off it's, I guess it's it is off the I
0: beach. I guess it's adjacent. I guess it's adjacent. Which I am which totally point, on board you for. You can <laughs> rinse off. You, can you rinse, rinse off. off. You go eat your thing. Mm-hmm. So I won't argue that the beach is good for consumption. No consumption there. But I think. When you get past the, and also the commute, also off the beach. So the commute is off the beach. True. The parking is off the beach. True. Once you get on the beach, I can't argue that the initial foot to sand temperature ratio yeah. is always great. It might great. be torture. It might it, be torture. It's sometimes hell. Yeah. But once you battle your way to the actual great spot, you find the perfect location. You get the towel set. Mm-hmm. You get to sit down and then just experience being in like nature surrounded by this beautiful vast <laughs> ocean getting to you know feel like you're just like but a small cork and this whole
1: thing in the and universe is back on the universe read and read and well this is my thing then can't what, isn't isn't you lovely? also read <laughs> not on the beach. I feel like the activities on the beach are actually better suited in other places hilarious because I also feel like when you're reading on the beach at least I still use a book because I'm 97 years old the wind is like you know tussling it around or if you want to actually go in the ocean you put your book down and then it's like you pick it up and it's kind of wet and you're like oh my god I'm so sorry I just ruined this book and it's all terrible and I also feel like what people go to the beach for I think is mainly two things one is to tan Mm -hmm. and People can't see me right now, but I have the pigment of what I would say is like Canadian bacon. I am a very pink, <laughs> beautiful fair skin, very beautiful very pink person. Skin. I'm like a ghost, um, no. a ghost pig, is <laughs> how I would describe myself. That's what I, when I said beautiful fair skin, I was <laughs> yeah. like, you guys are
0: all picturing ghost pig. like a okay, beautiful okay, cool, cool, ghost
1: cool. pig, yeah, like Miss Piggy went to heaven. No, but zero. tanning, yes. as we know, mm-hmm. is just so bad for you. It is a melanoma, like, factory outside at the
0: Sort beach. of, but I was recently reading that, as we've discussed I know, in the it, research I'm about to attack you with, is that about 98% of humans in America are vitamin D deficient right now, mm-hmm. and we do not spend enough time, and a lot of in our skin, sun. not enough time in the sun. Mm-hmm. So, allowing ourselves to go out for a beach day, if you are prepared, and you're not sitting there to fry yourself, yes. and you're not going for the aesthetic that, you know, we all know can cause cancer yes then you're actually doing wonders for yourself because vitamin d can make you
1: happier can make you 100%. healthier can bring
0: you more energy so points for the
1: ocean <laughs> the you can also get vitamin d in supplement form and you can get it from food yes
0: but it doesn't it's not the exact same oh it's not your the body exact doesn't ingest it in the same way i have been given vitamin d pills yes. which is crazy because i in my head i'm like you tan, a tan I, yes thank you, you so Grecian much That's, yes uh, as you're laid brown, out on your a, chaise lounge pig. right now <laughs> (laughs) brown pig (laughs) is what she is saying if you get to be the pasty pig then (laughs) i'll be the brown pig
1: that Um, makes sense Still
0: have been told that I have vitamin D deficiencies. I think it's because we spend so much time inside.
1: Inside, yeah. but can you also get vitamin D from just walking around your neighborhood? You can.
0: You don't have to specifically be at the beach to get vitamin yes. D. But it is a perk to be somewhere and to leave and to go enjoy the the ocean. A lot of my arguments in favor of the ocean are that I know. Uh,
1: go uh, ahead. Well, we talked about how a lot of my gripes are ocean-based. Yes, are less day at the beach-based and more ocean-based. Are they're more ocean-based just Cause it comes out of an extreme deep fear Amazing. of the ocean <laughs> oh, no. where I see the ocean is kind of like space where yes. I just don't understand why people would go into Oh my there. God.
0: Don't you worry. I have so many facts to help you. <laughs> The goal of this podcast today is going to be to make you not as afraid and more in awe of the beauty that is the ocean. 100%. Yeah. And I will also say, if we're being honest, being a Midwestern girl, I haven't always been like, oh my God, the beach is amazing. Mm -hmm. It's taken some getting used to because we were not raised... To really handle the natural habitat that no, is the ocean. No. Not a great swimmer. Do get seasick. Yeah. Which is something that doesn't happen on lakes because they're so, calm. you know, so calm. So originally when I was going into this, I was like, oh no, is my argument just going to be like an advertisement for Dramamine? Where yeah. I'm like, <laughs> if you take it, you're fine. <laughs> Will you fall asleep for a full 48 hours afterwards because you're so drowsy? Yeah. 100%. You might. But the day on the water is blissful. It's blissful uh, But then after doing my research, research, I have a whole new appreciation for the ocean
1: that makes it significantly less scary and kind of cool. Okay, I'm I'm ready to listen, but I am going to go into my gripes. I want you to. Which, and I would like, just like a disclaimer right now. The article I read was from a place called snorkelstore.net. Yes. So you know it's yes. legit. I just want to know. Yeah, like There's all no my fact facts. checking on this no, 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 podcast. No, 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 so. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> it was basically like a government website. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm going to list a few things and why they're terrible. Okay. Number one on that list was riptides.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Riptides are tides that will pull you out Into the ocean So the ocean I will just say As an umbrella Is actively trying to kill you (laughs) It is actively trying to kill you Where it's trying to pull you in It's mad It's pissed that we're there. We're not supposed to be there. We are land dwellers, and it knows, and we're not supposed to be on there. So riptides actively pull you in. In this moment of panic, of being drawn into the ocean, probably underwater, Mm -hmm. you have to have the wherewithal to be like, I have to swim parallel to the shoreline in order to get out of this riptide Yes. while you're being pummeled to the bottom of the ocean. You have to think so fast. You can't breathe, you can't see. If I told you there was a place in downtown Los Angeles where you will be pummeled to the ground, where you cannot breathe and you cannot see, and you have to think, you have to run parallel, you have to run east and west, and just know where that is without any of your senses, you'd be like, Britta, I'm not going there. I'm not gonna go to that place, because that's insane. But it sounds like you're going in at unsafe times. Again, full disclosure, I probably haven't been in the ocean (laughs) in about two or three years. Amazing. Have you heard of shore break?
0: Oh, no. What's that? Okay,
1: so shore break is when the ocean is a little confused because it goes from deep water into shallow water. Yeah. And so what it is, is this is a quote, the water breaks violently on the shallow waters and the shore, causing you to tumble and be thrown. This type of ocean danger can break bones and necks. (sighs) OK, so you're in there <laughs> That's horrifying. just swimming around, enjoying your day, being yeah. like, I just had some sandy hummus on the beach with my friends <laughs> and I'm just going to swim right in there. And all of a sudden a wave comes down that is so strong that it breaks your bones and possibly your neck.
0: OK, but you're arguing then that everything you do on the day to day is safe. Like Oh, no, 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 I'm other-
1: not. Oh, Taylor, I think land is dangerous enough, but right. we have to live on land. We don't have to go into the ocean. <laughs> sure We absolutely do not have to. But you we don't have to,
0: to get in a car. That's a freak
1: accident. This is a freak could accident. And what otherwise be an enjoyable experience. I totally agree with you. But I also think that there are a lot of dangers that we can prevent. Sure. You know not to go to a shady part of town because you're like, hey, that might be shady. It's not safe for yes. me. Or... I am not going to go like hiking while completely wasted, even though I want to enjoy the splendor of it <laughs> and like see nature, but you know that's kinda dangerous. Yes. Or going to certain places that are like, Hey, by the way, there's a shit ton of mountain lions there. Sure but I want to see the mountains. But this feels like natural disaster-esque. Like, okay, which is well then the I will way, skip over tsunamis. That
0: you live in LA, <laughs> there's earthquakes. If tsunamis oh. is your argument, this house is literally so rent-controlled because it's on a fault line.
1: Oh, what well, I completely agree. And that's why also I don't think people should live in California, but I think that's another right. hill I would die on yes. later. And there's um, nothing we can
0: do about it if we want to be in there. our industry. If we yeah. have to be
1: in our industry, I have to be here. Yeah. But I have to be in California for my job, but I do not have to be in the ocean for my job. Hilarious. I will also like to bring up this sweet fact that I just learned the other day, and this is terrifying. Oh, no. And I mean, again, just like piling on my fear of global warming and oh, what yeah. I think everyone should be terrified of. I just want everyone yeah. to know, because of global warming and that the oceans are warming, Yes, it's now become a breeding ground for bacteria that we have never even encountered before, Jesus. or like ancient bacteria, yeah. including flesh-eating bacteria. And Stop. there have already been a few cases on the East Coast of people getting flesh-eating bacteria from the ocean. Stop. And they only predict that it's going to be more widespread. And that, sure. It, so, so that is horrifying. Horrifying. But
0: I will say it is also global warming is affecting so much of our earth that it's not ocean specific. No. We're also in California now getting those like invisible ninja mosquitoes yes. that are biting and oh, I carrying have one diseases. On my hip right and now. And it's yeah. crazy. We used yes. to not have mosquitoes. I mean, even like seven years ago, I remember oh, everyone being like, Oh, there's no mosquitoes. And now I wake up and I'm like, why? Like why am I, I covered was outside in bites? for twenty minutes yesterday and now I have bites. It doesn't and make any sense. And a lot of that is global warming driven it's terrifying so
1: arguably that is horrifying uh <laughs> it's one flesh of eating flesh eating anything? bacteria where people have to get amputated but stop like legs amputated and one man just passed away because they could not stop it
0: that's horrifying
1: absolutely horrifying because he went he to going? a day at the beach
0: no he didn't it's from yes. one day one day oh, at the beach come? in the ocean <laughs> it's Look, terrifying i'm scared of a lot of things you'll find this is like it situation for me this is scary movie status i
1: can't believe that I'm still alive because I am so terrified of everything in, in this world. Yes. And especially in this global But also situation.
0: the reason we heard about this guy so far, thankfully is because he's the outlier. It's, you know, uh, it, like it one of the first happening. cases
1: where he passed, uh, someone yes. passed away. Yes.
0: And that's not to say that we shouldn't take it seriously because yeah. clearly global warming is insane and we need to, you know, try to turn. Hey, this. we got to keep an eye on we that. <laughs> keep, hey, rumor <laughs> has it something we need to
1: uh, clock. Uh, oh, we need just... to, you
0: know, maybe uh, consider it it is becoming
1: such a nuisance it's
0: really uh getting in the way getting and i'm in the way of it.
1: our beach days <laughs> getting away of our just day oh, at muscle so beach where you i'm just working laugh. out <laughs> with all my other buds okay so this is my next point yes so far this year like the number isn't super hard because i think the article i read was from may mm-hmm. so far this year there have been 300 shark attacks uh. including one girl was attacked and died by a gang of sharks. Okay. Taylor, I- there are shark gangs in the ocean. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> there are shark gangs there's in the ocean. There's also surfer that are- <laughs> gangs on
0: land. And oh, I also- cannot yeah. stand surfer gangs. Uh, hold on. They're hold so on. cool. But, okay, oh, I'm flipping Googling their this hair. right now because I know there's a fact about shark attacks versus other accidents, and we fear shark attacks, but shark attacks are like, here, 25 shocking things, more likely to kill you than a shark.
1: Oh, I know. They're like wolves and yeah, like bees. There's so many things
0: on land. So but you are not High school football is the number one thing that comes up, oh. more likely to kill you than sharks. Champagne corks hilarious more likely to kill you than sharks tripping more people last year died of tripping but so, on land
1: they have to be on land yes on we land. have to be on land we do not have to be in the ocean right
0: if you're more likely to die from tripping on land than you are from sharks in the ocean wouldn't it be safer if we spent more time in
1: the water i don't think so because we can't breathe there and eventually we'll get tired and drown <laughs> i do <don't> not <know. laughs>
0: doing the best i can over here um which but if you we spent your days drowning. over there yeah drowning Yeah
1: per year i think they said somewhere it's around 300,000 people die of drowning cases now all of that Ugh. is not in the ocean that can be in lakes and rivers and also in pools did you say
0: 3000
1: i think it was 300,000 per 300, year
0: 300,000 die of drowning and that's I mean, all they were across saying, that's all across i mean that i guess is that, our, that makes that's sense. only in the
1: united states yeah
0: and isn't like 70% of the world Covered in water. Yes. So it's so it makes it's sense probably that, so much more. Yeah. And and it's a form of
1: travel, yes. it's it's a form
0: of leisure, it's yes. a form of work. There's a lot of reasons that people do have to be on bodies of water, so it makes yes. sense that there's a lot of deaths on water
1: as well as on land. As well as on land. Hey, you know what? I'm gonna say something controversial. Sure. It's not a safe world out there. <laughs> It is pretty scary. It's, and you yeah, heard world, it here first. Yeah. Even, even on land. Even on there's, land.
0: There's things you got to look out for. This list is actually hilarious. Now that I have it, I of just want to tell gonna you a kill few you? Other, of other things. Stoplight intersections. Obviously, that one's dark. Mm-hmm. Coconuts. Co- falling coconuts what? cause about 150 <laughs> deaths annually, which is more than sharks. On the beach? Uh, oh, shoot. <laughs> Taylor on the <laughs> no. beach? Oh, hey, if you love coconut, I coconuts, do love coconut. where do you find them? The beach. You find them in Trader without Joe's. Without the beach. Yeah, but without the <laughs> beach, we would
1: have no coconut. 100%. 100%. You know what else we wouldn't have without the beach? Sushi. Sushi, which leads me... To almost my next point Oh no But I'll I'll skip over jellyfish Because I already shared my story Jellyfish are pretty horrifying That's awful
0: You know they're like Brainless creatures
1: So they're zombies They're zombies of the beach Is what you're talking (laughs) about (laughs) They're beach zombies that we just willingly go in and get stung and like by beach um, zombies. By beach zombies. I know this isn't ocean. This is freshwater, but this is also beachside. Okay. Alligators and going into freshwater. Can I describe to you how alligators kill people? Oh
0: God, I don't want you to, but yeah, it's
1: it's insane. So alligators won't just like eat you when you're like swimming in the water, like like a shark will take a bite out of you. No, this is what alligators do. They pull you down into the water and they drown you. Mm-hmm. And they kind of like spin you around. They like beat you up down below yeah. water so you completely drown. You become unconscious. Jesus. Then they take you to their lair where they store you. They store your <laughs> body underwater until it. you bloat up and you become tender enough for them to later eat. So, this is like a, a lifetime movie. You call it a lair. In any animated film where the alligator's the good guy, he
0: catches something, he brings it to his
1: refrigerator. Oh, a, a young it's woman, not his lair. Yeah. <laughs> he takes a young woman down to his lair where he waits for her to die to, to lay her tender. Eat. It In is the a same lifetime way that we movie. Do to uh, other animals. Uh, yeah, I mean it's terrifying I think the world is a cruel place um but that one really freaked me out because I was like oh my god that's
0: so scary that's so scary it's It's so so scary I think think drowning is one of the worst ways to go I think that would be the worst way to go drowning or burning I don't know which one would be worse I
1: don't yeah I don't like either but I think that's what's gonna happen to us in California not to like bring it out
0: drowning or burning Both. Oh, well, what?
1: (laughs) That doesn't make sense. At the same time. (laughs) No. (laughs) Or flesh eating bacteria. That doesn't make
0: sense. So we go in the water, we start to drown, we catch a flesh eating bacteria, which
1: causes our skin to erode and burn from the inside. And they're kind of like the only way to cure this is gasoline. I hate this. And then. You're just in a wild part. This really is destroying beach days. I mean, I don't mean to be the Debbie (laughs) Downer, but I just want people to be aware. It's just spreading knowledge. I'm spreading knowledge. We're all about knowledge on this podcast. But I do want people to also be aware. Again, like I said, I think the ocean is a wonderful, beautiful place. Yes. I think people going into the ocean Mm -hmm. and going to the beach and like fishing and everything is actually destroying our sweet ocean. Okay. All of our oceans by littering. One. Yes. That's terrible. Also, overfishing. Yeah, the way we Terrible. treat the ocean. The way we treat. The I will ocean- never argue. Is not nice. it's great. Yeah. Not nice. Okay, so we not shouldn't okay. go in because we've ruined it. So back in the I day, think it we've ruined been it, and the ocean got mad at us, and now it's fighting back. Yeah, that is my take on it. beside, <laughs> beside it It is so pissed. I've never seen Aquaman, but I assume that's what it's about. Um, <laughs> never seen
0: it either, but I, I'm all about this plotline.
1: I'm all, like oceans fight back. Oceans fight back. Maybe that's what the o- Oceans Thirteen was about. I stopped after eleven. <laughs> so in this scenario. But the ocean is actually the protagonist. Then it so is so points for ocean. Us. Oh my god, Taylor! I didn't even bring up <laughs> the other creatures that live at the bottom of the ocean. Yes, which are pure monsters and you know they are
0: you are pure amazing monsters
1: they create light to like you know lure people in oh yeah that, other that, that
0: we've all seen that scary one in nemo where he yes. follows that like crazy he light fi- and then all he of a sudden the like light, ah!
1: and it looks like a monster yeah but that's what they actually look like i know they are living monsters and no one's talking about it <laughs> i'm like what the fu-? why are they making movies about like frankenstein and it? you know like yeah. pennywise That is the scariest thing I've ever seen is the fish that live in the bottom of the ocean. The
0: fish at the bottom of the ocean, I will say, are arguably some of the most horrifying creatures that we've ever seen. And many of which we probably still haven't seen because we can only go a certain depth.
1: Yes, 100%. But we've seen pictures. Yes. And knowing that they're down there below our feet when we're in the ocean, I can't imagine. But you also know that there's like bad people on this earth, right? So like you also know that This is the first time
0: I'm hearing of that too. Okay. (laughs) Well, let me tell you about a little thing. A little guy called, uh, with the last name Manson. Yeah. Uh, You guys look, I'm going to be fully honest with you. I don't like the beach. (laughs) I know. know. And this is really hard for me to defend because I'm doing the best I can. You're doing a great job. As a Midwestern person. Yeah. But when I was Googling it, I was like, you know what? Maybe we should respect the ocean a little more. I found some fun things. The ocean regulates our climate. So as per climate change. It's helping us out. It's That's good. It's uh, it absorbs carbon dioxide, which mm-hmm. we create. Yes. Holds 97% of the Earth's water, which supports the greatest abundance of life on our planet, yeah. including some of those terrifying things, but also including some of the real niceies like Nemo or any of the sushi we get to consume. Exactly. Any of the sushi <laughs> Which is that now going to kill us of mercury poisoning <laughs> as is. It's fine. We kill it. It kills us. The, si- the circle of life Again, has changed dramatically. Life. Yeah. Mercury is definitely what's going to get me. It's going to be over How consumption of fish eat sushi? too much. I didn't used to eat. I used to be full vegetarian yeah. and now pescatarian. Yeah. And I be honest eat with you.
1: same. Yeah. Same.
0: Yeah. Well, being out here, man, there's so much fish. I and know it's so there's good. so much fish. And, and I don't want to be a bummer
1: when I like go out to eat, yeah. which I feel like sometimes. Oh yeah. It's people very People will be like, I want to go to Korean barbecue and I would just get a bowl of lettuce. Yes.
0: You're like, I guess like, I'll have the kimchi and yeah. you're like, okay, I can at least like have the
1: octopus octopus so. delicious. It is good. It is good. Does it freak me out to look at it? 100%. Yeah. All
0: right. Well, since I'm going to get yelled at for not defending this well enough, I'm going to do the best I can. Here are a few things that I found, mainly from the internet and not from my own personal experience, about why the ocean is great. Despite the fact that I get incredibly seasick, sand drives me insane. (laughs) (laughs) And I I had to be honest on this podcast, guys, but here's what it is. 70% of our planet's oxygen is produced by the ocean. It's, do you like relaxing, Bridget? Because it's... (laughs)
1: I, you know what, Taylor, now that you brought it up, I do like relaxing. That's what I thought,
0: because water gives your brain an actual needed break. There's science that the sound and sight of water is much simpler for your brain to process than what you see day to day. So when you're around water, your brain doesn't have to work as hard to process things, and naturally it relaxes you. So a day at the beach, Bridget. Therapy, it
1: relaxes you. Free
0: therapy, free
1: therapy. I pay one eighty five for my therapy. <laughs>
0: yes, I probably pay around the same. And then you know it depends
1: because my insurance pays for. Like, yes, part exactly. Of it. You yeah, there's some copay. It. Love it. But yes, you are right. Especially as a woman, you are like, I don't want to think. I want to just relax. I want to turn it off. Exactly. (laughs) So good for women. So the ocean is feminist. It's feminist. It's like, hey, do you have a problem? Just stare at me for a little while. We'll like figure it all out together. I think that's wonderful. But again, like I said, you know where you can do that. Actual therapy? You can do that in actual therapy. You can do that from a hotel room or a nice Venice beach, seaside tavern. You uh, can look at the ocean. Yes,
0: Another one of them was that the ocean actually breeds happiness because of the sound, the sound of crashing waves, which is Mm. why if you've ever gotten a massage or if you've ever done a yoga class, they oftentimes play for you the sound of water. Because as a background, it's repetitive and gentle and it essentially, you know, dispels stress and gives you more of a blissful state of
1: mind. Is it cheating if More I say happiness. You know what also does that <laughs> Listening to your podcast Aww. See? That was so nice <laughs> Now I can't argue anymore exactly. You can't argue because- just a soothing Midwestern voice <laughs> supporting but also bringing up like logical facts i think that's very soothing my
0: little old heart doesn't even want to defend the ocean anymore I because know. you guys here's a way to win an argument flattery flatter and all of a sudden i'm like she's so smart you everything know you know everything she says <laughs> is so right i don't
1: care Stay what they say about bridget kyle <laughs> listen
0: to this podcast
1: <laughs> you're likely not going to die when you're listening to this podcast. that's so
0: true you're not no shark as, attacks no unless you're listening to it in the water which unless shouldn't li- be shouldn't be doing yeah, that don't you're doing that. on your phone no, don't do that keep you're right that's, that's so terrible points, points for land okay. another thing salt water specifically is actually good for your joints muscles and skin which is amazing uh, as someone who's always trying to live forever in terms of my skin care yes
1: god bless salt water god bless salt water some, do you do epsom baths uh epsom i don't have ever done
0: an epsom salt bath but i guess you're right you can do that you can do that but yeah. you wouldn't be able to do it if you wouldn't have access to the ocean <laughs> so some of these things might require you not require that you be at the ocean. But someone has to go to the ocean to, to, the to ocean. get it so that you can enjoy it. I know. So points for the ocean. So we're pretty much pro the ocean as long as we specifically don't have to get our feet wet, march in the sand, mm-hmm. burn our feet in the sand, and then come home and never be free of the sand.
1: Never be free of the sand. I just want to bring up that moment in which you all decide as a group that you're going to leave the beach and then you have to pack everything up and everyone's just like a little damp and covered in sand and your skin feels weird from like the salt water and your hair's all crunchy and you're shaking things out and you're trying to figure out like where to put all the empty containers of like the food and the drink and you're like running back to your car and then you get in your car and everyone's just quiet for like an hour because everyone's like so tired. They're relaxed. They're relaxed. I think people are a little burnt, a little tired. A little upset, but no one can articulate why. And then you sit in traffic and you go home, and you're like, I feel like we did a lot today, but I have nothing to show for it in a way, <laughs> except for some burns. The
0: beach to me is amazing because I feel like it's one of those things where you're like, oh, okay, I'm going to love this. I see it. It's beautiful. I want to do this. Yeah. And then you have to go once or twice a year just to remind yourself why you don't go. Yeah. If you have a bad time at the beach, it grows your love of the land.
1: And I think that's a great
0: appreciation argument. and gratitude. So
1: <laughs> I think that's a hatred a really... for the
0: beach breeds <laughs> gratitude.
1: Bridget. That is true. I was at the beach yesterday because my mom is in town and she really wanted to go to the beach. Of course.
0: That's the only time to go is when guests are in town. If you're from the Midwest, you're not going to find us at the beach naturally.
1: No, no. We're like, "What? what the shit is this? Yes. It's so crowded and it's damp. Look at this burn I got Taylor, you can't um, say, but it's like that's what I got. It's almost like a, cool it's like a cool tattoo. It's kind of like a cool tattoo because I missed s- with the sunscreen. As an adult, I still don't know how to put on sunscreen. So I, n- I have a zigzag on my back.
0: Did you ever do that thing as a kid where you put like a sticker or something and then you sunscreened everywhere except that sticker? Oh so my then you god, got, like, wasn't a cool cool to do that wasn't cool. Tattoo. Well, points I for teens
1: at the beach. <laughs> I know. That's another thing. Teens at the beach. Teens anywhere. Teens anywhere. Scary. Extremely a scary, scary crowd. <laughs> I live near Fairfax High School and. And it's just writhing with teens oh man so I'm terrified That's, to go yeah, outside we're right by John Marshall, John Marshall.
0: yeah we were recently <laughs> warned at our Starbucks to not order for takeout once the school year starts because the kids just walk in and just take your coffee and yeah. bounce yeah. and what are you going to tell them no absolutely not they're Terrifying. I'm not going to talk to teens. They look so cool.
1: Yeah. Not they're laughing they at us. They can have my latte. Oh, oh, absolutely. Taylor, they're laughing at us.
0: They are. What's but, scarier? The things at the bottom of the ocean are teenage girls.
1: I don't know. <laughs> I honestly can't tell because could you imagine a combination like teen marine life? Teen Marine Light, <laughs> a scariest life. <laughs> combination. New scary movie idea. So judgmental. Oh, worse. So condescending. No respect for you, and they're gonna fucking and kill you. And they can fucking eat you. I think on that note, I think that was a good podcast. How are you feeling? <laughs> I think I think we both
0: argued well. I think you've done a great job of dying on this hill today. With that, I would love to read you your eulogy. I, I can't Unless, you are there it. any closing words you'd like to say to us about the ocean? Yes,
1: please don't go. And that's it. <laughs> thank you so much
0: i appreciate it (laughs) beautiful
1: Mm -hmm. and with that
0: here we go We've gathered here today to say goodbye to Bridget Kyle who died on the hill of The Ocean is Overrated. Bridget is survived by her show Superstore, new season premiering September 26th. You can follow Bridget's legacy on Instagram at Bridget Kyle and on Twitter at Raised by Humans. Bridget, we're so, so grateful for your time here on this earth and for sharing your last words with us today. And there's one thing we can promise you. It's that we will not be sprinkling your ashes in the ocean. Thank you. That
1: would be my biggest <laughs> Again, you don't come back and haunt us. (laughs) I would definitely haunt you. I would definitely haunt you. I don't want, yeah, that kind of Game of Thronesy send off where you're like burning me on a river. Definitely not. Oh my god. Buried on the land. Deep in the land. (laughs) Deep, deep Deep as far as you can go. Maybe at the grove. That would be nice. (laughs) I appreciate it. Bridget, may you rest in peace. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. Thank you, Taylor.
0: Hey, guys, thank you for listening to today's episode of Hills I Die On. If you're enjoying the podcast, feel free to rate it on Apple Podcasts and leave a comment letting me know what you like most. You can also reach out to me on Twitter at ByTaylorCox. I am always happy to hear thoughts or feelings or compliments or, of course, any hills you guys might be willing to die on yourselves. Thanks again for listening and hope to see you next week.